parents want to know, what is this about? Why is a mummy on the stage? I'll tell you why. Because every day we had the drama and the play. And we had a pirate ship go all the way across the stage. And we brought to life the fact that people are looking for something. And we did it by using a pirate show with Blackbeard. And he was looking for life's greatest treasure. Life's greatest treasure. Just like the verse says, our theme verse for the whole week. For where your treasure is, there will, be, there will your heart be also. Good job. Now check this out. His treasure was literally the things he put in his hands. He lost focus. Every day we learned something about what life's greatest treasure was. And then we would teach the children by visuals and messages from the word of God. And our pastors came up in here and did that. And one of the first things we talked about is the very important fact that you were born with a purpose. Because Sid was this little scrawny guy and he was laughing and giggling and messing around and on the stage. And he was goofy and he was kind of nerdy. But he was, he was Blackbeard's right hand man. And he knew though, he knew what life's greatest treasure was. And he knew he was created for a purpose. And life's greatest treasure is out there. And it's the reason you were created. And let me tell you something. Listen, this is very important. Because we're going to dismiss in just a minute. So I want you boys to listen. Yes, sir? I want you girls to listen, okay? Yes, sir? So I want to show your parents how good you can be starting right now. So on the count of three, I want you to get real quiet. One, two, three. Because this determines who leaves this room first. We had to show to your children and even to ourselves, according to the Bible, we're all created for a purpose. I don't like to iron, but there's a purpose this was created. There's a creator that made this. I love to build, and I love to do things like building the ship and building props and things like that. But there's some ways that you just have to do things, and those ways have to be done with tools. And this drill was made for purpose by a creator, and I thank God for the creator, Dewald. Yeah. Because it gets the job done. See, you are the same way. You were created for a purpose. And you know what? Sad kids don't know that sometimes. And moms and dads, maybe you don't know that. You don't realize you're here on this earth for a reason. And in the book of John, chapter 4, there was a woman that didn't know that. She didn't know that either. We call her the woman at the well, and we talked about this later on in the week. And she was really confused about things. For a matter of fact, she was really fearful about what people thought about her. So she would go to the well in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the day when it was real hot, and she's sweating. We don't even know her name, but God knew her name, and she had a purpose, but she was scared. That's what we talked about day two. On the stage, there was this thing called the curse of Davy Jones, and Davy Jones was trying to keep him away from hearing the purpose of life. Huh. And sometimes we get things in our life that keep us from hearing the purpose of life, which is Jesus Christ. We get drugs and alcohol and things that tear us down and hold us back. And we think if we don't have those things, we just can't make it. And we get fearful in life and we worry about our, our bills and our problems and everything else because we don't have Jesus Christ. And Sid was scared of this curse of Davy Jones. But let me tell you something. The woman in the, that came to the well in the word of God, she was scared of what people thought. Pastor Joe used the illustration of the mummy. Sometimes we see things that are really not there. 
you know, this guy's pretty big. He's not real. If I stood down there, he'd be taller than me. But you know, he's fake. The Bible says fear is like a shadow. It can't hurt you. It's just there to sometimes scare you. And in life, children have fears. And if they don't know that Jesus is the answer to life, their fears will take advantage of them. And you might have fears today too as parents. You know why? Because we're human too. The woman at the well in John chapter 4 had some fears. And then she had some people that influenced her life. And in our drama, we had that too. Davy Jones showed up on the ship, sneaking on the ship. And if you could see the drama, you'll find out that Davy Jones worked his way into the lives of the people on the ship and acted like their friends. And let me tell you, it doesn't matter if you're this big or this big. People get in your life to influence you and to infect your life with things that can be good or bad. And it doesn't matter if you're mom, your dad, you're a little boy, a little girl. People affect our lives and influence us, just like we saw in the drama. And just like the Word of God says about the woman at the well. She had a lot of people in her life that tore her down. She had a very inappropriate lifestyle she lived because the people she allowed in her life, the influences in her life, she wasn't being a light because she wasn't a Christian. So Mr. Matt, Pastor Matt, showed that when you get influence in your life, it affects everybody around you. But if you're a Christian, you can influence people by being a light. You remember the song, This Little Light of Mine? Y'all remember that? I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Bible says to let it shine before people. Am I going to put it out? No. I got to make sure everybody can see that light. So what he did is he showed us with this torch how bright you can be. But sometimes when light's around us, it's not very bright. It's not very bright. But I can promise you, as we saw in our drama When you cut off all the lights, this gets real bright, real fast. You know why? Because now this is influencing you with its light. When you become a believer, you start being a positive influence and showing people the direction of life they need. He showed us that. And then we closed up on the next day, which was yesterday. And we talked about something very special. And I talked about the woman I told you about a minute ago. The woman at the well with no name and only Jesus knew. So check it out. Let me tell you what happened. She showed up at this well because that's the only way they could get water back there. And I told the kids that Jesus met her at the well when nobody else wanted to be around her. Yes, she had bad influences in her life. Yes, she had things she was afraid of, just like we do. She had things going on. And she didn't even know she was born into this world with a purpose. And maybe you're the same way. Maybe you're here at this point right now, and you need to realize, like we realized at the end of the drama, at the end of the play, when, when Sid and Blackbeard finally found the purpose of life, they discovered life's greatest treasure, and it wasn't water, because they thought it was a water that could drink it, just live forever and feel good, not like, not like the fountain of youth. They thought they could drink it and never thirst again. And then Sid said, no, that's not the way it works. Jesus, and he found a treasure chest that explained the real life's treasure is Jesus Christ. And the reason he said that is because of what this verse says. Life's greatest treasure. And John, with the woman at the well, Jesus came to her and (laughs) Jesus answered and said unto her, listen, lady, um, 
I know you're drinking water here and you're getting thirsty and you got to quench your thirst. But if thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith unto thee, give me to drink, because he asked her for a drink of water, thou wouldest ask of him and he would have given thee living water. And she goes, what are you talking, what? What are you, what are you? Wait, she said, the woman saith unto him, sir, you know, you got nothing to draw with. You just walked up here. I got pots and this well's really deep and you're talking about some magical water that'll make me, well, I'll never thirst again. Are you crazy? I'm paraphrasing. Jesus was like, mm, wait a second. <laughs> you're missing it. You're not getting what I'm trying to say. You're, you're, you're focused on this. You're focused on this kind of water. I'm trying to give you a picture here. This, yes, this is good. Right, kids? We talked about this. Mm, that hits the spot. Jesus said, this is earthly things. You're looking for things to quench your thirst. You go through life trying to try things out to make you happy. Drugs, alcohol, and sinful pleasures. But he said, it's kind of like trying to get, quench your thirst with water and you'll just get thirsty again and keep on doing it and doing it again. He said, I'm, I'm trying to say it this way. He said, I am basically like this. I'm water. Jesus answered the center here. But whosoever drinks of the water that I shall give shall never thirst again. Why? Because it'll be a well spring up in them. They'll always be happy. He said, it's kind of like this. You are like this cup. You are born into this world empty and innocent. Then you go through life looking for something to fill it up with. You follow me? You go through life trying to figure things out your own way. And you're filling it up with all the wrong things because you're trying to quench your thirst of life. And Jesus said, I'm right here. You'll keep on being thirsty and you'll keep on trying to satisfy yourself with all the things in the world until you let me fill your cup up. And you say, wait, wait, Jesus, I've already filled it up with all kinds of filthy, awful, rotten things. Jesus says, that's okay. Let me come in your life. And he says, like in the book of Isaiah, though your sins be like scarlet, I'll wash them away and make them white as snow. I'll fill you up and wash all the trash out. And you don't do good to get saved. You get saved to do good. And he said, let me cleanse you. Let me purify you. Let me wash it all away. So he said, I'm going to dump myself all the way into you. When you ask Jesus Christ in your life with all your heart, you give your life to him. He said, let me fill you up. And he said, I'm not only going to fill you up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take all the things that were already in your life. All the things that you thought brought joy, brought pleasure, brought happiness, and I'm going to take them away. And I'm going to give you something that will last forever. True joy, true happiness, true satisfaction, because I'm life's greatest treasure. I am the living water. I can turn your water, the filthy things that are diluted that you thought were right, into pure snow. I can make you. I can make you. Go from filthy rotten sins. And wash you. As white. As the Bible says. As snow. I can take it all away. Maybe there's some things you've been hiding. And you think. Nobody knows about. I've been hiding it. Let me tell you something. Kids don't just hide things. Parents do too. And they think, nobody knows about this, but Jesus Christ does. And you're filling up your cup, your life, with all the wrong things. And Jesus is trying to get a hold of you and say, I am the cup of life. I am the water that will purify all your sins and take them away and make you white as snow. I will give you a new beginning. Trust me. Believe in me. Don't you believe in Muhammad? Don't believe in Buddha? There is only one God, one mediator, and his name is Jesus Christ. He's life's greatest treasure. What's his name?
And I ask you, just like I've asked the children, will you accept life's greatest treasure? Will you turn from the things you've done and give it to Jesus Christ before it's too late? I, I like how you all say yes, but it's up to every individual to make that decision because nobody can make it for you. Here's the thing you have to do. You have to determine you're willing and you're wanting and you're, you're, you're going to put your faith in him and him alone. Let's get real quiet before we go. And I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. And I would love for you parents to do the same thing with me, if you would. And I know you're anxious to go, and we are right on time to do some great, fun, exciting things. But this is what I need you to do. I just need you to simply trust Christ if you've never done that. You say, Pastor Dave, I have never gave my life to Jesus Christ. I'm an adult. I'm 35. I'm 45. I'm 55. But all my life, I've been missing it. I've been trying everything to fill my cup of life. I didn't know that Jesus was life's greatest treasure, and he would satisfy my thirst. Yeah, he will. 